Welcome back to another episode of In Depth. My name is Luke Hareko and I'm a surf coach at Ombi. If you're new to Ombi, we take a look at surfing from the perspective of ocean, mind, body, and equipment. In this podcast, straight to the point tips, things that you can take away every week, implement into your surfing, or things that make you change the way you view surfing and see it in a new light. So this week's episode is all about etiquette. It's something I actually didn't think I was going to do a podcast for. A couple of requests came in for it and I started looking into it a bit more and started realizing how vague this is and a lot of common questions of people I know personally and not just people in the community who weren't aware of and things they didn't do, which was affecting the wave count and things like that. And it's today's podcast is going to be glancing over the, some of the basics that we all know but I want to dive into some of the more obscure things and help you out that way and see where you may be letting waves go and how you can use some of this to your advantage but before we get into this week's podcast I missed last week's I was actually sick with COVID uh thank you for the people who did reach out and who were just like you know Corin who was uh where's the podcast what's going on why haven't you done your fantasy team uh, I am okay. I'm well. Uh, but yeah, appreciated for the people who have just checked in. Uh, big news. Ombi has moved to a subscription. And by this, I mean a subscription for everything. So if you've been under a rock, you haven't received the email, haven't seen things in the platform, whatever it is, it's now one subscription, monthly or yearly, get access to everything. Beginner program, intermediate program, monthly challenges, back catalog, the webinars, the, the feedback coaching sessions we do every month, everything is there. If you've been an existing member, which for most people listening, that will be you, and you've been here for a while, or you've been here within the last couple of weeks, whatever it is, if you've bought the 12 week program, the full package, whatever it was called at the time, your account should be upgraded now that you have lifetime access to everything. If you don't, check your messages in the app, check your emails, anything like that. Otherwise, just shoot me a message, send us an email. Your account should now be automatically upgraded to give lifetime access to everything on B, past, present, future, with no more payments, nothing, all training is yours. As a thanks for supporting us, this is as we transition to a subscription only model we want to open this up and give everyone the same playing field and this feels like the right way to give a win-win scenario to all past present and future people in Ombi in that everyone has the same tools everyone has the same thing everyone's on equal terms and just take the training and run with it to match this I've also updated the website with a really exciting new feature where if you're not part of Ombi already and you want to find the program for you, in the show notes, you'll find where to start with Ombi. There's a link there. It's got all of our training programs. You can filter it based on your skill level, your style of training. If it's got a monthly feedback webinar that's included with it, and all of that training comes under the one subscription now. And if you've existingly been on the full package, then you've got all those programs as well. That also shows you what's coming soon. It's just streamlining the whole system. Anyways, very long intro. By the time you're hearing this, 
Ant and myself will actually be in the Bristol Wave Pool having a meetup with all the UK people who have had the time of day in the middle of the week to come out. So without further ado, let's get into this week's episode. So this whole first part of the podcast is just going to glance over the real quick and dirty stuff, things that we know, but it's all about how can we explain etiquette and find more waves without being a dick. That's what it comes down to. And understanding etiquette, what's right and what's wrong and who has right away can be the difference between getting a lot of waves or not getting many. It can be also the difference between feeling good or feeling bad about the wave you caught that day. To be honest, it's actually really simple, but it's also so very, very vague in that it's each person's point of view or opinion of who has right away and what's okay and what's not okay. And that's what makes it difficult. So here, this is my personal point of view on the whole etiquette, debacle, situation, conversation, whatever you want to call it. The thing to remember is this is my personal point of view. It's not the gold standard or anything like that. This is my two cents. And if you've got something different, that's great because where you are could be different and what people value is different around the world. But I'm not just going to list all this. I really want to make sure that you can take this etiquette and use it to get more waves, again, without feeling like a dick. And it's going to link into next week's podcast, which is the reason I wanted and really decided to do this podcast on this topic was that I want to do next week's podcast on about catching more waves in a crowded lineup. And I wanted to just not talk about etiquette and that. And I just wanted to just get straight to the good stuff. So I was like, great, let's actually split that up into two podcasts. So to quickly go through it, here's the general list of etiquette. We've heard it before. You're probably aware of it. Closest to the peak has right away. Don't drop in on someone. Don't snake people. Don't let go of your board or get in the way of someone surfing. Don't surf waves outside of your skill level. Paddle back out so you don't get in the way. There's a couple others, but that's the general gist of it. We've heard it all before, and it's pretty straightforward. So I'm going to glance over some of these, but I'm going to go more towards how do we get more waves using etiquette. So dropping in, obviously someone else is already surfing the wave and another surfer is going to take off in front of them, blocking them. Straightforward. The simple fix, this was actually part of the reason I really, like I wasn't, people weren't aware that all it takes is just to look on your inside. That's that's all it is. And they would sometimes find the person on their outside and they're like, I don't want to drop in. I don't really know this. It's like, just look on your inside. If you're going to go right, look to your left. If there's a person on your inside, you could be dropping in on them unless they're going left. And that's all it takes. It's also great for reading your waves and improving your awareness and seeing what it's going to do. It takes one second. So there's not many excuses for not seeing someone. There is, and this is the big thing where people miss the mark, there's absolutely nothing wrong with paddling for a wave next to someone on your inside and seeing if they get it. If they don't, you can take the wave. It's that easy. Nothing wrong with having a look at the menu. Just wait to commit and see what happens. You'll be surprised how many waves you get that someone else on your inside fails to get 
If you're not having a look every so often at those waves, you'll never get them. Just observe the person. If they're constantly gonna fail, miss the wave, whatever it is, go for it. If they always get the waves, let them be. Surfing your skill level or matching your skill level to waves that you're comfortable in or anything like that, I encourage you to push the limits or challenge yourself. Just don't take it to the extremes and go surf double overhead when shoulder high is your upper limit. At that point, you may just put yourself or others in dangerous spots, but this is one of those things that's super vague and it's up to you to call it when the surf is out of your league for the time being. By time being, I mean you are going to improve and your comfort zone is going to change, but you need to stretch your skill level to change your comfort zone. But you don't want to double the rubber band, if that makes sense. Growing up surfing the Gold Coast, paddling back out is probably the most annoying frustration I have with surfers. Uh, and that's one part, just being so crowded, point breaks, all of this. I find it just as bad as dropping in. Because for whatever reason, especially my recent trip back home to Australia, just people getting in the way just always seems to happen. So if you're paddling back out, go wide of the break. Don't paddle along the pocket, get out of the way and give the other space, the other surfer space to do what they want to do. If you're paddling back out, and this is where it really changes, and you see someone surfing and think, I could be in the way, you should paddle towards them. I'm serious. You should paddle towards them. And by this, I mean you're going to paddle where they won't be. So if you paddle towards where they are now, in a couple seconds, they won't be there. And the idea is that you're paddling to where they have just surfed and you're going to go behind them. You're also going to take the whitewash on the head every time. It might suck, it might not be fun, but when someone else does this for you, you'll be thanking them for taking that path rather than stress paddling into an annoying position. It's an absolute game changer. This is probably one of the biggest etiquette things for me is paddle to the whitewash, paddle out of the way. Don't paddle into the way of safety for yourself because you're risking a collision. Paddle where you know they're not going to be. No matter what, every time you're going to avoid a collision going out that way. Avoiding a collision is better than having a collision. Taking the whitewash on the head is better than having that collision. With the rest of this podcast, that's now getting into the more vague things where I think you can apply etiquette to get more ways. And the main part of this is closest to the peak and snaking. And this is where people can get really vague and people can get really angry with this. But closest to the peak is simply that whoever's taking off closest to where the wave is breaking has right away. Snaking is paddling past someone to place yourself closest to the peak. It's a big no, and it's a quick way to get dropped in on and leave someone pretty annoyed. So how do we play this game then? And yep, it's a game, whether you signed up for it or not. 
And what we call this game is a positioning game. It becomes a way of how can I position better than this person? And with this conversation today, it's about how can I do it within etiquette? How can I do it without being a dick? So there's a few ways around this, and it all comes down to really just reading the ocean better, and like I said, positioning better. If the person is out of position, not your fault. Go paddle in the position. So long as that is a good 10 to 20 meters on their inside, Again, this is up to the person you paddle past, but understanding most surfers won't even paddle sideways more than a few meters to better their position. It's a safe bet 95% of the time. So this also goes back to episode two, how most people paddle to the beach and not to the peak. You want to be paddling to better position, not to build speed. You're never going to match the speed of the wave. And... Again, it's not your fault. If this person is sitting wide and they're seeking safety of the shoulder, go sit where the wave is breaking, especially at point breaks. If someone's sitting wide, not where the wave's breaking, position yourself where the wave's breaking and be there. Totally fine. If you can't position better than that person, go paddle up next to them, crack a smile, say something, let them get a wave, and as soon as they go, paddle straight into their spot. Take it. It's yours. Schoolyard rules apply here. As they always say, on your feet, lose your seat. So do it. There is also absolutely nothing wrong with paddling right back to where you were before you caught the last wave. So long as you aren't obviously snaking someone. Nothing wrong with just paddling back to the perfect takeoff spot. Although, always get a feel for who you are surfing with, even though you probably have no clue who they are. So, what do we do then if someone else is getting all the waves, or you're that person getting all the waves? The answer to this is always just go chat with them. It's that simple. Don't make a dumb comment like, oh, you don't cut into the line at the supermarket. Like, I've heard that one before didn't have the effect the person was affecting and just annoyed the other surfer to the point where they just caught more waves. Just be friendly. Make a comment that's positive or something like nice wave before. Do something like that. Just break the ice and once that wall's down, most people will eventually let you have a wave. They'll chat back. It changes. They, f they stop paying 100% attention to every single wave coming in and they leave openings. That's the idea of chatting to someone, but also just enjoying this thing we do and share with other people. If you're that person getting every wave, or you see someone who is not comfortable, or you've seen them stuff up on most waves, just ask them, you going? Do you want this wave? Anything along those lines. It's so much easier and people respond well to it. Just ask. Give them a bit of respect and they'll give it back and either step up or say you can take it. If you're that person always getting the waves, don't feel bad if everyone else has no clue or they're way out of position. Again, it's not your fault. Take it and enjoy it. If you want to share, go for it. But I'll say it goes a long way to call someone else into a wave and will drop the aura of being that person 
and suddenly you're seen completely different and it's a game changer. You're now the guy calling other people into waves. Even if you're getting all the waves, you're the good surfer out there today who's calling others in. And that goes a long way for those other people who are struggling. This next part of etiquette I didn't list at the start because I personally hate it. It works at a point break. It does not work at a beach break. It just, it irks me. And it's super vague. And it's what some people call longboarders club, old boys club, whatever you call it. You know the crew that do this. They sit so far out and they paddle madly for every single wave. I'm not trying to shame the people that do this. And I'm not trying to shame people who ride longboards or older surfers, but the people who, they're just no clue, like all the, all the gear and no idea and sitting way out and paddling for every little lump that comes through and kind of just being a menace instead of just positioning and doing it effortlessly. It's not about the board. It's just the way you're going about it and then getting mad when someone else jumps onto the wave. So personally... I don't know what's right or wrong here in the greater scheme of things, but my personal opinion is that if you have to paddle 20 to 40 meters towards the beach to get the wave, you're out of position. And if I'm now closer to that peak and I'm on the inside, that trumps your mad effort of paddling. Me being closer to the peak is a step up in better etiquette than letting the person paddle for 40 meters for it. That's, that's their issue that they should go and work on, not my fault. That's how I'm justifying it. But again, <coughs> sorry, again, this will be something that you take case by case when you observe the people that you're surfing with and what's going on. So, like I said, closer to the peak, Trump's, I was paddling for it first, kind of like rock beats scissors in my view but again take it with a grain of salt moving on to something i guess people aren't really comfortable with which surprises me maybe it's just because i grew up in the gold coast um but calling someone off a wave and just don't be afraid to do it if they're paddling for it while you're riding any noise will do i'm serious like just verbal noise half the time I can't even tell you what people are doing at me just make loud noises at them and they get the gist personally I tend to just keep going yeah 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 and people seem to respond I mean some people don't but it works I mean I don't feel bad for it if you're both paddling for that wave and they're on your outside aka they're about to drop in on you if you know you are getting that wave and you're getting up to your feet and you're going to comfortably make the drop, there's no question about it, call them off. Be like, yeah, say whatever. I don't really mind. Make a loud noise. And just let them know. Or call what way you're going or ask them what way they're going just before that moment. Either way, it's really just communication. It just doesn't have to be good. It's just somehow verbalizing what you're doing or that they're in the wrong and they need a reminder just to get out of the way. 
if that person who drops in on or gets called out, if that's you, don't feel bad. Just wave, say sorry, or any one of those two. Like, it happens. It's not really a big deal. The very last piece of etiquette that I think is kind of fundamental, it's kind of breaking the rules. And it's dropping in on someone you know who isn't going to make it. And we've heard the excuses, oh, I thought you wouldn't make it or you were so deep. Like people make these dumb excuses all the time. And I'm trying to give you a way to bend this and do that. But it's very situational. And I'm not against this at all, but you need strict situations on it. If the person on your inside can't go across the wave and you know or you've seen this, fine. You need to still hang back and watch just to make sure they only go straight. So what I'm talking about is here is if you're an intermediate surfer and you're surrounded by a couple of beginners and you know, oh, they're only getting up to their feet and looking straight. They haven't made any attempt to go left or right. Go for it. But still give them the respect of just looking at them. But I'm saying by all means, that wave's going unridden. And I'm not shaming a beginner or anything for going straight, but the wave face is there. Surf it, go for it, by all means, like take it. But if they want to start learning to turn, just, yeah, hang back and observe them and see if they will turn. Give them the respect of that and just jump out of the way if you do drop in. The other situation is this, if the wave is massively racing ahead of itself and this person is guaranteed to be caught behind and not getting barreled for sure. If it might barrel, that's a hell no. If the surfer is pretty decent, that's a hell no. Never rule out the chance they may make it. If you've seen them, you know they've got no idea what's going on. They're not making these sections. Take it with a grain of salt. If you do do it, apologize. But just keeping tabs on people's skill levels and how they're surfing on that day what waves they're making, if they're making the drop, how comfortable they are, opens up the door to get more waves. And because they're not making it or they're not getting across the wave phase, you're not breaking etiquette. So go for it. Above all, and the very final thing, the most important thing with surfing don't kook shame. There is talking about people's skill levels. There are things that I talk about on here, raising awareness of who can surf and who can't. And I kind of find that's okay as long as you keep that internalized and you don't speak that out to someone there and you're just, you're just noticing the crowd and where people's capabilities are. That's one thing. There is no prize for making other, others feel bad or saying anything to make yourself feel better or justify your surfing that day. Literally, there's no reason to cook shame. Bad technique, whatever it is, if that person's having fun, I don't care. Even as a surf coach, I shouldn't make any comments to them. They're having a great day. If they want feedback, they'll ask for it. That's my stance on it. Just let people be people. Let people have fun. If they're not doing anything dangerous, educate rather than attack. That's the main thing. Just like, hey, man, can I give you a little bit of feedback? 
this will just help you'll you'll find a little bit more comfortable like oh did you feel a little bit out of place did you feel a little bit scared you know we almost hit there like oh if you go this way you end up avoiding me like there's all these little tangents of conversations that you can have in a very positive way and if you feel that you're on the other end of this don't feel bad it's just a mistake just apologize so much of this comes down to communicating that is etiquette I could have done this podcast in 10 seconds. Just communicate. It's the same thing for pretty much everything in life. It would be better if we just communicated a little bit more. And surfing is no different. There's no need to feel bad or anything similar. Everyone makes mistakes. We've got to start somewhere. So don't be upset over it. So as I said, etiquette, it's up to the person. Unfortunately, the rules are bent by a lot of surfers, especially in the Gold Coast, uh, and it's not commonly explained what's okay. You kind of get these images where it's like, don't do this, don't do this, don't do this, but it doesn't allow you to bend the rules in a way where you're not breaking it. It doesn't allow you to take advantage of things and what's okay and what's not. It, it's, it's not really there. So in those cases, just ask. In the cases of localism, which I know someone will ask, maybe just apply my view of etiquette that I've given today a bit more. If it's 10 meters, make it 20. If it's 20 meters, make it 40. Give these people more space, ask more questions, open up a bit more, pay respect, and be aware of how many waves you get and call someone else into a wave every now and then. It changes the whole atmosphere. Like I said at the start of this podcast, next week, I will be doing how to catch more waves in a crowd lineup. This will be applying some of this etiquette stuff, but to be honest, I don't really want to get into the etiquette stuff with it. I want to talk about positioning, how to read the ocean, how to do all this with the understanding of some of these etiquette parts. So that'll be coming next week. That's a hot topic that's been requested quite a lot. I feel like I should just dive straight into it, especially here in the UK, it's coming to summer. It's going to be crowded and Australia's going into winter, and wherever you are maybe, I'm assuming it's always crowded. Why are we kidding ourselves? It always gets crowded. On top of that, by the time this podcast comes out, I will be driving to the UK's wave pool in Bristol, and I will be very excited to see the Ombi crew that will be there. In other news that is coming up, the Ombi method, this whole new restructuring of the training approach that we have, free program it's coming out probably this month we are in the final stages of editing it's all coming together we are at quality control now so i think we will be able to announce a date coming next week and that will be free everyone on the platform anyone who wants to sign up if you're new to one you can jump straight in the show notes are below you can click on the link where to start with Ombi. You can also join in the community completely free. There's the existing Ombi method, which will be replaced with a 2.0 version. And there is three other free training programs, I think. Top of my head, there's the Surf Skate Challenge and the Surf Analysis. And there's a whole bunch of other stuff in there. There's also the YouTube channel, everything else. But by now, I'm assuming if you're listening to this podcast, you are not new to Ombi. So everything is there. If you're not, if you haven't joined with the programs now, we are now completely subscription free. In the show notes as well, there will be ombi.co slash shop. 
that will have all the plans and it'll just be monthly, annual, or right now if you haven't joined, we're offering a lifetime access to allow those people who did want lifetime access, one payment, everything past, present, future, for the rest, never pay again, that will be for the rest of this month. So that sale's on now. And that is 50% off the top of my head. Anyways, long podcast. I rambled. I will see you next week. And we will be talking about getting more waves and a crowd lineup. See you then.